0: this is where women grow
1: welcome back ladies i'm your host molly trider gomez and i am so excited for our guest today and we usually introduce each other as sister from another mister so i'm in california and she's in wisconsin I am so excited to be introducing Mandy. Mandy is a dear friend of mine. Every time I jump online and I see her bright, shining face, she is just constantly serving others. And she has a very relatable and just a really good story for you today, um, talking about identity. And so, Mandy, I'm not going to give them any more of that. I would love for you to just kind of jump on, share a brief background of who you are, and then we'll jump into the story today, which is going to be so good for so many women.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, first of all, for having me. Yes, it is true. You are my sister from another mister, and I just adore being around you and talking with you. I always leave our conversations feeling so much better and so uplifted and encouraged. So I'm just really, first of all, thankful for you for this opportunity to speak to your audience. Um, Yeah, like Molly said, my name is Mandy Emerson. I'm actually originally from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I now live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, Why I'm in the Midwest from such a drastic change um, is I met my husband on cruise ships where I used to be Um, a singer in the production cast. I did that after I had graduated college with a performing arts degree. So the majority of my life, I've been a singer performer in musical theater and uh, took to the open sea for four and a half years. And that's where I met uh, my husband. He was a passenger and we just really hit it off and we had a long distance thing going on for a while. So after I was kind of burnt out from a cruise ship life, it's a tough life. I will say I very much a, a blessing that I got to see and travel and do the thing that I love for so long. I've probably been to more places before I hit 30 before I probably would Otherwise, in my life. So, very thankful for that opportunity. But it was definitely time for a change. And I wanted to see where this relationship was going with this awesome guy that I had met. So, I moved to um, Chicago. So, I wasn't moving all the way to Milwaukee just for a man, and also knew nobody there. Chicago, I had some family, uh, and it felt a little bit more of like a happy medium. And there was still a performing arts uh, scene in Chicago. This is actually kind of where this story of identity starts to um, really set in. But just to kind of round it out before we dive deep into that, um, we got engaged. I moved to Milwaukee. We got married in October 2019. Pandemic happened. I lost my job. I created a new job for myself. So that's kind of where we are at today. I'm an Instagram coach and strategist, and I help female entrepreneurs grow their business using Instagram. So that's kind of a really short little summary of uh my my history and um who i am where i come from and
1: what i'm doing now i love it and if you get if you're watching the YouTube version of this or at least go to the youtube version you could just see like her personality just like bubble over and I love it and you actually you know go to her Instagram mandy what is it uh the mandy emerson yes because she mandy just has emerson. such she'll make you laugh she'll make you think she'll make you be like oh that's good you know like all those things and so i always just like to get little plugs because honestly like i just We're on Instagram anyway, so you might as well go be entertained and then obviously learn something. Right. But I want to talk about the the identity piece, because this is so good. I mean, first of all, before we even jump into that, what was it like working on a cruise ship? and, And how many years were you doing that? I mean, gosh, people are probably like, what? Like, obviously, the theater piece and the performing piece brought you into that, but you were doing it for so long. So talk about just what that experience was like for you.
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's not something you hear every day. And that's what I was um, sharing with you before we hit record on this is it's not a profession you hear very often from people. Um, So like I said, I've been performing since I was really young in high school choir and I did musical theater and I went to school for a performing arts degree. And then after I graduated, I went out to California to audition. Royal Caribbean was one of those auditions. I was called two weeks later if I could be in Miami for rehearsals, in two weeks, so I packed up my life, and um, I did that for four and a half years, five contracts of six and a half months total. Um, And it was, uh, I, it was a shock in a couple of different ways because ship life is very different than land life. And I know my cruise ship people are totally going to understand what I'm talking about, but for my land life people that have no idea, if you've ever been on a cruise. Um, I mean, you're around the same people all the time. Uh, You're going to the same places to eat. You are going to the same. Well, if you if you're going on multiple cruises, you're going to the same places over and over again. Um, And again, there's a lot of things that I'm thankful for in that experience because I got to do what I love. I got paid for it. I didn't have any bills because my living was taken care of. My food was taken care of. I didn't have any electric bills. I had to pay my cell phone bill and that was it and I was going to places like Europe and the Caribbean and um, Iceland. I mean, I don't know how many people can say that they've gone to Reykjavik, Iceland, I've gone to Asia, gone to Australia. I mean, I've gone to some amazing, amazing places. Um, The life on a cruise ship is definitely not for everyone. And that's kind of where I fell into it is you have to think about the people that you work with if you work with other people, you might be a solopreneur and you only work with yourself, but think about, you know, a group of people from all different walks of life get thrown together and you are breathing, eating, sleeping, working, living, playing with those groups of people for six and a half months. There are bound to be people that get along really great. And I have some amazing friends to this day that I absolutely adore. And then there's going to be people that maybe you don't see eye to eye and it can be hard because you can't, get away. Like you can't go home and have your own sanctuary. You all walk down the same hallway to mm. your i say dorms, but like your state rooms, like you go to your rooms, which by the way, are tiny. And I do actually have YouTube videos. I have two YouTube videos of a room tour of when I lived with somebody. Cause most of us are bunked together. And when I live by myself, um, it can get tough. Um, and I had some really unfortunate experiences um, because I I feel things really big. I'm very emotionally charged, very emotionally driven. I hate controversy. I hate upsetting anyone. I don't like to be in drama. At that point in my life, I didn't know how to recognize um, drama that did not include me. Therefore, I just needed to walk away. But I got sucked into it as we do, like you, you're with, um, some of your good friends and they might be complaining about something and you can't help, but be a little bit like drawn into that a little bit because a little part of you like wants to know what's going on or, um, and that was very much where I was at in that time of my life. Nowadays, I'm like, I'm out. (laughs) something ever comes, like across me, I'm like, eh, I got to go like, this doesn't, this is none of my business. This doesn't concern me. And I also don't want to be held responsible for having information that I don't need to have. So it's, just, I recognize that now, but those are really hard lessons to learn then because it became a lot of, he said, she said, and you know, you're on her side, but you're on his side type of stuff. And it's very toxic. I'm just going to call, call it out for what it is. Um, So it can, it can be hard because you can't necessarily get away. You don't have, um, easy access to the internet or, um, talking to people. You do have to pay to get on. So it's not like turn on my phone and I can talk to my people. It's no, I got to like log in and dial up and it costs money. So the, the way to get away wasn't as easy versus you're just never really alone. Like there's always going to be people around you. And that's, that can take a toll. Some people are just meant for that life and they can tackle it and handle it with poise and grace and all of that (laughs) for someone who is younger, like myself, who definitely needs some maturing as we all do. We all need to grow. Um, it's, it was hard. Um, so by the end of it, I was like, this is good. My last contract was the best. I had the best cast, literally no drama in sight, at least none that I was a part of. I think I learned my lesson by the end of that. Just like don't get involved with anybody else's stuff. Just like stick to yourself. Um, I had my own room. So I did have my own little sanctuary and we were in Asia. I mean, it was the dream. Um, so by the end, it did really end on a good note, but uh there was a lot of really tough times that um I think sparked a little bit of now what I have anxiety driven and some insecurities that kind of followed me through. Um, so in a grand scope, I'm glad that I did it. I would probably never go back unless Tim, my husband, went with me.
1: Yes, <laughs> That's my And Moses and your cute dog. And Moses, of course. If, my, if I can't take my dog, I'm not going. <laughs> Gosh, if you do not take your dog, I'm coming over. I'm like, I love your dog. He's yes. so cute. He's the best. He is, oh my gosh, maybe there's so much in there where it's like, I couldn't even imagine of, you know, eat, sleep, breathe all the things with people that, you know, you, you like, and you don't like, and there's people that I love, but I I can't do that 24 seven, you know? And so I've been on one cruise and that was, I was good. You know, maybe I'll go on another one, like way later. I have sea legs. So like, or I have sea legs for a long time after a cruise. So I get really nauseous on boats, but at the end of the day, I'm like, Hey, more power to to the people, right. To the people that want to do that. Um, But to be in that environment constantly and then you just kept resigning contracts and then you're just so embedded in that culture. And it's like your own little island for a long time. Right. And you're like moving to different places, but still it gets really small. I mean, talk about that experience of like what what did you do when you just kind of felt like the noise and you were just surrounded by so many people? Like, how did you find your own little sanctuary, even if you only had a few minutes for yourself? Like, what did that look like?
2: Yeah, totally. I learned that on my very first contract that I needed to have something that was mine outside of what I did on the ship and who I was around. So I actually learned to spend time alone really well on cruise ships before I really enjoyed being around and I still do to this day, but this is something really important that I really enjoyed. First of all, spending time with myself, but it was also a chance for me to get to know myself on a deeper level as, as a woman in her twenties her mid twenties. Um, and that's actually when I discovered, I was actually coming back from my second contract. It was from Australia. So my, my time zones were all wonky and I wasn't falling asleep till like three o'clock in the morning that I discovered YouTube video content creation and it was in the form of makeup. So two things really sparked from that is my love and passion for makeup and then my love and passion for content creation in the form of video. So I jumped on that bag and bandwagon so fast. And let me tell you, I'm no makeup. I was no makeup artist. I've, I've since grown a lot since then, <laughs> but I look back at some of my, um, you know, those Facebook memory things that pop yes. up, in, you know, high school and stuff like that. I'm like, Oh my gosh. did I really think that that was cute. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. It is like almost torture when those things come up. You're like, oh my gosh, that was, what What was it? What? Like, why would you remind me of that? I don't want that. I know. I don't need to see that. But
2: also it's really cool to see, you know, your journey from there to here. So that's also a cool part of it. But I did discover that passion, which has really um, played a part in where I'm at today with social media. So it's, it's kind of cool to see that connection with something that was just a hobby i was making um i was making beauty videos i was doing vlogging i was taking short clips of around my travels where i was going so that was kind of like my getaway and i would tell people like i have a youtube channel i need to go record don't bother i'm don't bother me don't come in because it's hard to find a quiet place on the cruise ship Mm -hmm. because either you hear people talking or um people are walking in hallways um waves are crashing against the the sides of the ship so it is actually hard to find a quiet place but then people were just. Most of the time, the cast was really um, understandable or, or understanding, I should say. Um, and like, oh, Mandy's doing her thing. She has her you know little YouTube thing. Um, so that was kind of my escape. Like, if I didn't want to go do something, or if I didn't necessarily want to be around a certain group of people, I'd be like, you know, I have a deadline. A deadline on my my own YouTube channel, which yes. is kind of silly, so but it was it was like my escape. It really was, and it's gave me something else to look forward to. And I just really enjoyed doing it. So, um, it is true. There's, there's not a lot of times where you're by yourself. Everybody knows each other's mm. business. And if, if they don't know something about you, they're going to make something up. Cause like, oh, Mandy's, you know, this, that, and the third, she must be this. And it's like, no, I just keep into myself. Yes. <laughs> so the, the YouTube
1: stuff is really what came into play for me. It's so good because it's like whether you're on a cruise ship or you're on land, no matter where you are, sometimes people can feel like bombarded by so many others, whether you have a lot of people in your home or just people that are needing you Mm -hmm. and and buying for your time. Here's the thing is that like find something that really is just yours and that's your gift to the world. And when you do that and you focus on that, like there's a reason why God gives you interests and he gives Mm -hmm. you you these things that are just like, this doesn't make sense. Like, why am I interested in this or why am I good at this? We should probably press into that because there's a lot of things where people are like, I don't know what my gifting is or my purpose is, but have you even taken the time to really discover it? And so this is a perfect transition from where you were on a cruise, where you were on a cruise ship, what you discovered, what you love to do, you know, with makeup and vlogging and, and just doing like basically video entertainment to what you do today with helping people really be able to build their business on Instagram. And I love to refer to Mandy as the queen of reels. She does such a great job. She has an amazing membership for that. And we'll talk about that here in just a bit but there is this identity piece in between. And I want to talk about that because a lot of people go from one thing to another and some people will just stay in that beginning thing because Mm -hmm. the transition is like, I don't even know what that's like, what do I do? And you know, they're scared of the what ifs. And so I'd love for you to talk about that piece because that right there, I think is just going to set a lot of women free and just really give them a a big picture as to like what, what, uh, what's been happening.
2: Yeah. There's, there's a couple of different facets to that and I'm already getting chills. So I feel like I'm, I'm, this is like the. That's how I know I'm in the right place at the right time to be talking about something. I feel like that's the Holy Spirit talking to me. Like, yeah, in the right place, so keep doing it. Um, so there's a couple different things in this period when I got off of cruise ships and I moved to Chicago and I was still trying to pursue performing um, and I was still doing the YouTube stuff. Is it, it was, it brought me so much pride and joy to be able to say I'm a cruise ship singer or I'm a a professional singer because I've been paid for it. I've been traveling around the world doing it. So to not be able to say that anymore was tough. Um, and when I moved to Chicago, I needed to get a job and all of a sudden I felt so unqualified to do anything. And I either thought I needed to, uh, book a whole bunch of shows or I needed to go into corporate America, I did not see entrepreneurship as an option. I, I don't think I even realized that it was um, a possibility at the time. So I thought my options were, you know, performing as much as I can, which by the way, anybody that's in the performing arts industry or in entertainment, you know, that it is one super unstable and two inconsistent and three does not pay worth a lick. So there's that, but then going into corporate America, that just never sat well with me. So um, the next option was really to go get a part-time job in retail. I had done that in um, high school and college. I think everybody does, but, and this doesn't, this doesn't reflect on anyone that does work in retail or part-time. I almost felt ashamed to say that I was 27, 28 years old and I was working part-time at a beauty store. And there's no reason I shouldn't have been ashamed because I truly was in a season of transition and God was working in me in a way that I, I did not see. I didn't see it at all. And it was really frustrating and really heavy for me. And I was just going through a period of like, like, what am I good for? What, what do I offer the world? It was really heavy. Um, and it played a lot of insecurity tricks on my mind. I mean, the enemy was telling me lie after lie after lie. And I believed them. I believed them for a long time, for a couple of years, actually. Um, It wasn't until, you know, six months, about six, eight months into working into retail, I was introduced to um, bigger cosmetic brands uh, like Estee Lauder and Tarte Cosmetics that they had um, independent contractor positions that definitely paid a little bit more. Their hours were higher. Um, So that took me to a next level. And again, within Estee Lauder, I was helping with the social media side for these independent contractors. So again, there was things happening. I just didn't see how they were going to be of use right now. But in that season of transition and waiting, it was heavy and I was struggling and I thought I was going crazy. I thought like, what's wrong with me? I'm unqualified. I even thought at some point that this man that's now my husband, boyfriend at the time was going to break up with me because I wasn't showing the potential that women my age were doing. I was very much comparing myself to other women around me that were my age, what they were doing. They were established in their corporate nine to five. They either had a business or whatever it was, they were established. And I was not, and I hated, hated that feeling so much. Um, So it it really was a couple years of that waiting. And it was a lot of prayer. It was a lot of going to church and a lot of crying. There was a lot of crying in those years. And it was just a lot of surrendering. I would probably surrender multiple times a day, like God help me make this clear to me. And, and we've heard this before. Sometimes God does not have, I mean, he has the answer, but he's not necessarily making it as clear because you are meant to be in this season of waiting. Sometimes your season of waiting is what God has intended for you. So now I can look back on that time and I can now see what he was doing in me, but I did not see it then and i i if i could tell my my younger self my younger self cuz it's <laughs> it was a long ago but if i could tell my past self uh to i mean obviously to hold on but just have faith that god is doing things he is working so hard in your life right now you cannot see it you can't see it at all cuz i didn't i couldn't see it in in the thick of it yeah. i couldn't see a thing but he was totally working the entire time. And I wish I would have held on to that longer. And I, I think I would have been more at peace during that time. If I would have continued to tell myself and believe God's working, I trust him. It's going to be good. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And, and I did to an extent, but I think I probably could have leaned in more to God's working. Don't worry about it. Just keep putting one foot in front
1: of the other. Mm, that's so beautiful. There's such there's such a good points in there, Mandy, of when you transition from one thing to another, most people are scared of the transition, scared of change. They don't want to change because then it's like I got to learn all this new stuff. Right. So that yes. obviously can be really scary. I remember when I went from being a news anchor and reporter to entrepreneurship, I was like I had the wildest roller coaster for five years. I was like, what is going on? And if I would have focused on God's presence rather than trying to hustle and get to where society said I needed to be at that point in time, which was married, have kids, be successful, all this stuff. I was so trying to get in there so fast that I kept running into just bad relationship after bad relationship and heartbreak after heartbreak and just dead end after dead end and just being blinded. And then eventually, to be honest, I had this conversation with somebody recently you know, money took over lordship of my life where it was like, God no longer had that throne. Money took over because I just needed it so bad that I'm like, Lord, I'll do anything for money, whatever. Not anything, but you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's like,
1: totally. it's, it's one totally. of those where it wasn't until you really caught my heart being like, be in my presence and you won't be so focused on the money and all these worldly things I'm gonna provide. He's like, I have an inheritance for you. And if you right. focus on me and surrender these, these things of your heart of like, what's making you worried and all that stuff. Because we're constantly getting hit every day, but he keeps reminding us like, you know, rest in me, there's rest in me and there's peace there. And just like how you mentioned before you started sharing your story about that identity piece You're like, oh, I'm feeling the tingles and feeling the Holy Spirit. I know I'm in the right spot. You can feel them and you can feel his presence because you have spent time in his presence. And most people, number one questions, right? How do I know if God's talking to me? How do I hear from God? How do I know if the Holy Spirit's there? Like, what is that? It's being in his presence and being able to surrender because we're trying to hold on to things so tight. Because society is just constantly so loud, but God's not that loud, but his presence is big. It's just, it's quiet and it's right there when you're ready to have that time. So yeah. I love that you brought that in there because that is a tough transition for anyone. You know, we really have to ask ourselves like, where's our identity rooted and discover where those roots are. And if it's not in Christ and something else, and that's why you're on shaky ground, that's yeah. why you're not feeling the peace. And you're like, uh, what am I doing? And like you said, he had to prune you. He had to, you know, crush you. He had to do all these. If you think of like how you make wine, the pruning, the crushing, the all of that, the aging, like it takes time in that waiting for you to become this amazing wine that, you know, it's just like out of this world, something unique in a blend that only you can create. And that most people want that. Hey, can you give that to me in 30 seconds through like a drive through timestamp? You know, like hurry up. But God's like, no, because if I'm giving you the, the desires of your heart, from giving you what I've already laid on your heart, as far as your inheritance, like, and you're not ready for it, you're going to squander it. So I'm not Mm -hmm. going to give this, this thing to you, especially what you want, Mm -hmm. if you're not ready. So trust me that I'm pruning you to where you need to be. And I just think it's such a beautiful message for the women that are listening to this, because there are so many women going through that. And they're scared to take that leap. They're scared for what's next because it's like, uh, you know, it's scary. What do I do? But God's like, I'm right here. You can go talk to your best friend. You can go talk to your small group and go talk to anybody. And that's great. Community is awesome. But he's like, I'm also right here 24-7, you know, and you can just spend that time with me. So I just want to say thank you for sharing that because I just feel like in the meat of this entire message, women are going to be like, wow, you know, like where is my identity rooted? And then, you know, from where you were to the the middle where it got messy, right, to where you are now, talk about what it's like now and, and what you do now. So the women can kind of see that transition, you know, fully play out at least at this yeah.
2: point, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I quickly want to say to that point of like I'm right here. If I think back on all the other times, especially that specific time in my life, God has always provided. Always. He has never not provided. It may not be in the ways that I thought were the best. But if if you're wondering that that being scared to take that leap, just look back at all the other times that he's provided and take comfort and and confidence knowing. He's provided all these other times. What makes you think this time is going to be any different? So I just, I love that you said that too. Um, So how, how things have now, again, gone from this very messy couple of years to where I'm at today, Um, as weird as it may sound. And I think this is actually true for a lot of people with the pandemic. uh, I don't know that I would have started this business if the pandemic hadn't happened and it would have forced me into what I'm doing now. So. kind of quick summary. We got engaged. I moved to Milwaukee and I transitioned over to working for another cosmetic company, same kind of position, um, sales and uh, education support for that cosmetic brand. And then uh, March, 2020, the world shut down. The world was like, what is happening? And I was an independent contractor. So obviously I was one of the first to quote unquote, lose their job. Um, but I I feel like that sentence really holds a lot of weight um, for people that have been in corporate America, been with something for a couple of years. So more so I just say like, I, I didn't have it out. I didn't have any hours, like my job description or my job was no longer available. So, but to that point, I didn't have anything, um, and I was I was still all that time working on the the beauty content creation and doing the makeup stuff, and um, not really doing YouTube as much anymore. But really starting to steer my um, focus onto Instagram, figuring that out. I've done a lot of research and reading and taking courses. I mean, free courses. I'd taken a lot of free resources up until that point, listening to podcasts, watching videos, whatever, like whatever it was, you name it. I was absorbing it to try and make something of uh, content creation. So then when the pandemic happened and I no longer had my hours, my job anymore, I kind of sat around for a little bit. I had an Etsy shop at that point that was doing okay. That shut down because the printer shut down. So it's kind of just twiddling my thumbs for a little bit. And you know, after a month and a half of nothing happening, I decided, okay, I'm going to make a full on go of trying to make money and an income from social media. Uh, I invested right away. That's actually one of the things that I recommend always when you're trying to dive into something new and you're not really sure of which direction, don't try and figure it out on your own. Go get help right away. Go ask people, go invest in something and, and, you know, whatever budget that is, um, Go invest in this dream and this business that you want to have. And I also want to say in May, I didn't know what my business was. I didn't know what I was going to do. All I knew was I'm going to work for myself. (laughs) I'm going to make my own hours and I want to make an income off of social media. i was seeing plenty of other people do it. So why not me? Um, So May was really the turning point of this entire business. Um, I have a calendar that I created with all kinds of different um, topics. Beauty being one of them. Um, this, uh, this one I have to laugh at because I just got married in October, 2019, right? It's May, 2020. I've been married for a hot minute at this point, but bet your bottom dollar, I'm going to talk about newlywed life. Like I knew what I was talking about. So I <laughs> just, I was throwing stuff out there. And then I was also going to incorporate Instagram tips and little things like that. And by the end of the month, Instagram tips are the things and the the content that people wanted to see more of. So then June I adjusted and I was talking more about Instagram. Same thing. People were more interested in that than my beauty stuff, than my newlywed <laughs> information. I don't think anybody got anything out of my new one. I, <laughs> I was just trying stuff. You know, it's just trying stuff. Um, July, I mean, so on and so forth. I was, as I was going along, I first want to emphasize May was messy as all get out. I was just taking messy action. I was just throwing a whole bunch of stuff out there to see what works. And as the months went on, I was again, like, pruning and fine tuning and um, making it better the next time. And then the next time and then the next time and I started taking um, beta coaching clients, people that I would coach 30 minutes for free and kind of see where they're lacking in their Instagram strategy in uh, September. I had a couple um, beta, beta coaching clients then. And then September is when I booked my very first one-on-one coaching client. Uh, and then again, that just Continue to snowball into more clients, into more clients. They were seeing results. They were telling their friends. I was talking about it more. So it very much was a process. Reels came in the picture in August. I jumped on those right away because of all of my video content expertise that I had before that with YouTube. And I mean, that's years before Reels ever came out. So that was very much in my wheelhouse. That wasn't one of those things that was like, oh, innate ability. She just knows what to do. No, I had years of experience with video content creation before that. So Reels was just, like I said, in my wheelhouse. But that also had an exponential uh, reach for me. So then my account blew up really fast and then I was bringing on more people and then they wanted to know about Reels, So I made a workshop for that and intensive for that, which then brings me to finally, which is like my my baby. I love it so much is the Fear Social Society membership, uh, which is a membership for female entrepreneurs that want to use Instagram specifically to grow their business. There's a lot of things in there. And Molly, you just joined me for an amazing training that all the girls just absolutely loved about on-camera confidence, how to show up on your lives and your stories on video, because that is really where digital marketing is going. So it's been quite a journey. It's been very messy, but now we're getting to the point where it's not so messy and things are being fine-tuned. Um, But I really like to emphasize the messy part because people are just desperate to get it right the first time. And I understand that because you don't want to waste time. But the only way that you're going to figure out if things work and they don't work is if you're willing to try and try again and try again. There is no success without failure. It's just a part of the process. Um, so that's kind of how we got to where we are at today with the Fear Social Society membership, uh, and I just I absolutely love it because there's uh, 180 women in there now. I opened it in January. Wow, it's awesome. March 11th. Uh, so I've I've seen their accounts, their businesses already change with just being uh, part of it since January. So it's been a massive blessing. I'm super thankful that I was get had the opportunity to do something like this. Uh, so it's been a wild ride, but I love it. I wouldn't change anything about it.
1: I love it, Mandy. That's so good. And I love how you went into like short snippet details of like, Hey, look, this is where it was at this point. This is where it went. This is how we changed, how we audited. Like you're just so open and transparent. And that's what women need, you know? Cause there's a lot of women yeah. that we can, that we can bring on this podcast that are like, Oh, you know, super successful. I make blah, blah, blah. Da, da, da. But like, <laughs> it's like bringing it into like, here's the reality of like, you know, either you're in it right now or like giving them the, like, I remember when this happened, like those pieces. Right. right. Um, it's so good right. because People get online and they get in that comparison trap and they're like, okay, I should be here, should be there. Comparison can either be really um, self-destructive, competition rather, can be really self-destructive and then we jump into comparison or it can be motivating, being like, I love what she's doing. I want to figure out what I need to do for you. And that's where, you know, we always want with any women on the show, ladies, we just want it to be like an inspiration of like, you can do it too. Not being like, wow, gosh, look at Mandy. Yeah. Like I opened up my membership like two years ago and she has 180 and I have 18 or whatever it is. Like, mm. first of all, having a membership, I had somebody on the show the other day, having a membership is a lot of work, you know, as our Girlfire Alliance membership, it is a lot of work, but it's so fruitful. And there's three of us. I can only imagine for you, There's like one of you. And so there's a lot of pieces. But at the end of the day, when you love what you do, you find a way to be able to serve in any capacity, whether that's a membership or one-on-one coaching or products in an Etsy store or cleaning service, whatever, whatever your jam is, whatever your hands are anointed to do, go do that. But just understand that you first got to believe that you can keep refining Mm -hmm. because there's so many roadblocks that could be set up out there that could just be like, oh, no, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. You really want something. Think about the person, the most successful person, you know, say we take Grant Cardone, he has just failed more times than all of us probably combined, you know, and then he just kept getting up, kept getting up, kept getting up. People just keep getting up and they're like, no, I know this is inside me for a reason. I get to keep digging, whether it's me growing, me being connected to other people or me listening mm-hmm. to something, whatever it is, there's always something out there that is going to be for you and you just get to find right. it and have that, that lens on it. So I just want to say, Mandy, thank you so much for coming on. This has been absolutely incredible. I would love for you to share any final words that you have. And then, of course, the best place for people to get in touch with you.
2: Yeah, totally. I mean, you wrapped it up really beautifully. Uh, If anything, I would want people to listen to this and any other episodes and whoever they're watching out there to first, like, look at their circumstances, where they came from, how long they've been doing it, get really curious, but then also get inspired to know that if they've done it you can too. It's not, they've done it. The place is taken. There's no more room. That's not it. Don't listen to that lie. That is false. That is a myth straight up lie. It is just showing you that it's possible because they've done it. So now you can too. And thank God for that. Thank God. There's like multiple coaches out there. There's multiple podcasts. Can you imagine if there's just one podcast for everybody that would just be so sad Uh, or just one coach or yeah, that would just, oh man, that just makes my heart sad even thinking about it. Um, get inspired, get curious, look at, um, I think you were actually saying it during uh the training, but look at who they surround themselves with, what is their morning routine like, what are they, what are they reading? Um, things like that, like really get curious instead of, well, I could never do what Molly does or I could never do what Mandy does. Absolutely you can. If we have figured out a way, you can do the exact same thing. So I perfect way to just kind of sum this up. Um, I would love for you to come say hi over on Instagram. That is my jam over on the Mandy Emerson. um, Like Molly and I were saying, I do have the Fear Social Society membership, which is open and taking new members. I would love for you to be a part of this community. That is also one of the most important things to me in this membership when I was building it is providing you the framework for the strategies, but also providing the community of other women that are trying to do the exact same thing, which is something that I really admire about um, Girl Power Alliance as well. These are women that are after the same things. Surround yourself with those people. Um, and again, thank you so much for having me. It's always such a pleasure to talk to you. Again, I'm just going to leave this conversation with a big old grin on my face. So
1: this is such a pleasure and an honor. So thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. Well, yes, go follow her, you guys. You're going to love it. You're going to be addicted to what she does. She does everything just excellence in excellence And she and I say this on every time I talk to Mandy in any kind of training in person, in the DMs, wherever she just keeps it real. Like this is Mandy. This is what it is. And that's that, you know, like just real raw, and all. And I absolutely love that. She's not trying to be somebody she's not. She's like, this is what it is. And people love you for that. And so. Being able to go to her page and just being like, you know, start. This is what I do. Like, if I love what somebody does, I start reverse engineering it. Man, she's just so wrong real. How did she get there? I Man, she must be really comfortable in her own skin or really confident in this. Or maybe she's plugging into these podcasts or these books or having these people around her. All of that matters. So if you love something about somebody else, sit there and be like, kind of work it backwards. Here's where they are now. But how did they get there? you know, what does it look like, smell like, feel like, you know, physically, spiritually, emotionally, that, that type of stuff. And so Mandy, you just do such a great job But just being you. Honestly, I love saying that because it's so true. So thank you so much for coming on today. This has been such a treat for myself and our listeners. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Got it. All right, ladies, we'll see you next time. Bye everyone. Thank you
0: so much for listening to our podcast. You know, the biggest compliment that you can give us here at Girl Power Alliance is when you share, (laughs) when you rate, review our podcast, when you share it with somebody else, post it on social media. Hey, you know, if you post one of our podcasts or sharing a podcast on social media, we will certainly respond to you and give you a shout out. (laughs) I know that's so important these days is the shout outs. We want to shout you out. So please If you have really been touched by one of these podcasts, if they have just moved you or inspired you or encouraged you in any way, we just ask that you share it with somebody else. It really helps to get the message out there. And we believe that there's no competition in the kingdom. We love to support you. We love to shout you out. We love to put a microphone to your voice. And if you want to be a guest on our podcast, head over to GirlPowerAlliance.com, click on Contact Us. We would love to interview you. Did you know that we still have an amazing event coming up in September? Activate. Activatewomen.live. Head over there now and get your ticket. Two and a half days of business strategy, uh, successful women sharing their stories and inspiration, and we have amazing entertainment and worship. Uh, We have a war room there so you can get your hands laid on you. It's truly going to be a kingdom-shaking event, and I know you need to be there dallas texas september 15th through the 17th get your tickets now at activatewomen.live we want to see you and hug you and be there with you in person for this absolutely remarkable event hundreds and hundreds of other women don't you miss being around women join us there girl power alliance is where women grow